Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a fan of Patrick Waugh are you? I'm an 11 out of 10, and the literal translation of Roa is king. Uh, part of the reason I love him so much is that we are very similar, and my guess is the book on Patrick Waugh would be very similar to what the book is on me. He's uncontrollable. My dad would be proud of that fact. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes and no, some days. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show. It's hour two. We're broadcasting live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. And we've had a lot of topics on the go here. Uh, CFL Week 4 closes tonight. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are at the Toronto Argonauts. NHL free agency opening July 13th. The draft opens Thursday night in Montreal. TSN Montreal's John Lou was with us last hour. If you missed it, you're going to want to go back to uh, rewind your PBR, listen to the podcast, whatever it is. We unveiled a brand new sponsor today, Edo Japan, joining us today. The sponsor of our Hour One Sports Update, Edo Japan. We'll be telling you more about them. We love them, and they're with us until the end of time. And uh, without further ado, I, let's, ju- I, let's just go. We're coming in hot with Ryan Leslie, Sportsnet Flames, my good and longtime friend, the pride of Owen Sound, Ontario. Yes. Yes, I knew it. Great I knew to it. be with you, Roddy. I get you and Bobby Orr mixed up, right? Oh, He's yeah. Perry Sound. Very similar. Owen Sound. Is there any other sounds in Ontario uh, that are as famous as those two communities? No, I don't think so. They're the big ones. Eh? I think so. Yeah. And then neither are big. <laughs> it's great to be with you. How are you? It's great to see you. Um, I'm loving the Calgary summer. Could be a little warmer, though. Terrible. Terrible. But you've really adopted this town, haven't you? They've adopted me. It's a two-way street. Because you, I see you everywhere now. Yeah, well, that's what I do. That's what I've always done. I should mention we are broadcasting live on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states and live on YouTube. Ryan, as you know, you and I have been friends a long time. It was no small thing to overcome the angst between me and this city. Yeah, this is, what, this is astonishing to me. I can't believe they've embraced you, for starters. That's shocking. And I can't believe how you've sort of adopted it, made it your own, uh, it's really, it's hard to put into words just how this relationship has really come together after a lot of hatred. I know. Two ways. Well, all I can say is I'm grateful. <laughs> you should try it. We're not sure if we are, <laughs> but welcome. But you know what? The thing is, uh, <clears throat> I don't need to go any further because the, the viewers know this, but I did go to college here and I know that it is hockey number one, right? So before I go any further, 
All weekend. How was your Canada Day long weekend? Quiet for me. The, the yeah. weather stunk. My daughters ditched me. It was a quiet one, but it was good. How about you? What'd we you probably do? should have got together because I was on my own too. And I went out to the Rockies. You do that all the time. I was always envious of your Instagram. And I'm like, I want some of that. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's a great it's area great. to get out. And uh, I've got a dog, so that's what gets us out there all the time. But do yeah, you, it's awesome. Do, it's a little similar to where I come from, where the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are number one all day, every day. And I feel like it's not all flames, but every day it's flames. Yeah. <laughs> right? And with every good day, reason. Yeah. Every day it's flames. Maybe not all day, but certainly every day. And Stampeders on game day, which we'll cover a little later on. They open week five at Edmonton on Thursday night. And I had a nice lady in the mall on Saturday tell me that I need more stamps coverage on the podcast. Jayla's her name. But Johnny Goodrow. Oh. People. It took uh, didn't expect three that. minutes. Didn't expect that to come up. Three minutes it took. Kind of. The city is shocked me with this one. Fraught with anxiety. Yeah. Over will, will he or won't yeah. he? Does anybody know where uh, he's going to go? I would think John knows. Yeah. Uh, John and John's family, at least, if they haven't come to a decision, they're probably pretty close because we're getting. Late in the evening here, to quote uh, Paul Simon, but uh, we, <laughs> it's getting down to it, isn't it? And, uh, and I think everybody is understandably a little nervous and a little hand-wringing, and, and I get it. Um, and I would imagine the front of that list would have to be the Flames management. These are, these are challenging times right now for the Calgary Flames brass and what comes next, and uh, they sit and they wait. But they've made their offer. Like, I watch your coverage, man. Yeah. They've made their offer. Mm-hmm. They've said, Johnny, we want you. Oh, yeah. And they have yeah. the ability to go longer than anybody else. Uh, they have the ability to pay him more. And I know a lot of people uh, publicly in our business have said this is not just a financial decision. This is about a life decision. He and his wife, Meredith, are expecting a baby. We all know how close this family is. And, you know, this is a big decision in any person's uh, professional and personal uh, life, so uh, you know, I I'm a little uh, you know uncertain about how this is going to go, um, but I understand all sides of it. That's for sure. And uh, fans have a a right to you know, and it's understandable that they're nervous um, because we're so late in this game, and the Flames have made a very good pitch, a very good pitch. Will it be enough to compensate those other things? Uh, I know the family is. Uh, completely uh, in love with this city, uh, its fan base, the way they've been treated, the way John's been treated, and his wife, and and uh, and everybody associated with the family. So there's there's no bad blood here, Roddy. This will come down to where is the best fit for him personally and professionally. Well, there's no bad blood now, but here's here's my point. Do you not think that the Flames could sell it this way? And we'll get on to the other NHL teams in a minute. But if he leaves. I didn't want to be here. Don't blame us. We did all we could do. That's what I would do. Yeah, and I don't think that's that's not necessarily wrong either. Yeah. I think that's, you know, they did make him a substantial offer. Could this have been done sooner? That's maybe where, you know, there's a little gray area. Um, you don't like to leave these things, and you'd like to learn from this no matter what because they have other players that they do not want to have walk for nothing in the future. So there's been some substantial, you know, players that have walked out the door but it's all been a part of you know and you got to keep that in context too there's real context to all of this it's not just blanket oh this person geo left or brody left or you know what are you doing with shaman there's a there's context to all of it um but with this one 
whatever happens, because now it is in the hand of the player. And whatever does happen here, you better make sure that you learn from it and make sure that in the future uh, you don't have any assets, potentially walk away for nothing. And I'm again, I don't know how this is going to shake down. I have a feeling that uh, this might be it. But again, Brad Tree Living uh, has a way of, of making things happen. So um, we'll see how it all shakes down. It's, uh, it's just really dramatic, really fascinating. Yeah. With the draft here, I know you had John Liu on earlier. Uh, the draft in Montreal, Tree likes to make a splash uh, at the draft. So what happens with John staying? What happens if he goes? And what will the trickle-down effect mean for players like Matthew Kachuk and company? We're broadcasting uh, on Game Plus Television. It's available all across Alberta on Telus Optic TV. I know that you have that as your cable carrier, Ryan, and BC as well on Telus. Yeah, buddy. Uh, but just the drama out of this. I don't have cable. <laughs> I don't have cable cord cutter. But I can say this. Um, I put on Twitter this morning. You know, the front cover of the Calgary Sun. For those that don't know, what's it going to be, Johnny? That's what I'm saying. Everybody's onto this. And I said on Twitter, I hope he stays. And some guy wrote in, and he goes, I do too, and I'm an Oilers fan. Could Goudreau have been better in the playoffs? Let's I, be honest. He was pretty good, but uh, I think every player could look at themselves. I mean, the one player I thought was probably the, the one player who you'd say probably was their best was Michael Backlund. I mean, that, that guy came to play. Um, there were moments with other players where you saw maybe they're going to take a step, but no, I mean... Uh, that was a disappointing exit uh, to your biggest rival. And uh, could uh, John and others have been better? They'd be the first to tell you. It's not me saying, they should have been better, and I'm looking for a headline or a snippet here to put on the Twitter. No, they'll all tell you they could be better, or they would have won. Right. Only one team wins. Every team is sitting there going, we could have been better. You know, by the way, so we'll just switch gears here. And um, Tim Hunter was in that chair last Hmm. week saying the future is very bright for the Flames. And there's no doubt about that. They're a good team. But I want to move on to a couple other teams. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. They have dealerships all across the prairies. Winnipeg, Regina, Edmonton, Calgary. Is the Rick bonus hiring a Hmm. good one? for the Winnipeg Jets. Now, the very last that I saw on Twitter, 64% of respondents saying, no, this is not a good hire hmm. for the Winnipeg Jets. And Ryan, our viewers are saying, how would you like to be a Rick Bonus, knowing they want Barry Trotz, wanted? And I said, well, this happens all the time. I yeah. won't bother Rick Bonus. He's got I'm a little, willing to give a little it a history chance. there, too. So Right. Yeah, he's but not necessarily a good one. No, but you know what? This is a coach who you know, was just in Dallas. You think about all those great advantages of being down in Dallas from climate, state tax. You know, you've got some players that are up and coming. Uh, I think they're probably, you know, they've obviously got some tough contracts that they've got to sort out as well. But for him to step back and go, okay, I think I'm done, and then to go into that situation that is the Winnipeg Jets, where to me it's just a little uncertain. Who's leaving? Uh, you know, yeah. what are we doing with Wheeler? Is Pierre-Luc Dubois gone. I mean, they've got real question marks there, and Paul Maurice didn't get it going. I'm not so sure I'm worried about Rick Bonus and the job he's going to do. He's a good coach and a good man. He'll be good in that community. I'm more concerned about what the GM's going to do with the pieces. So I would temper that anger right now, or at least directing it at Rick Bonus. That, that's a good coach over there. Do they want Barry Trotz? Heck yeah, there's another good man, another good coach. 
Stanley Cup champion coach. Um, but to me, the focus should be on what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, you know, it's your guy, Lou. It's 11-11 yep. Mountain, by the way. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know if you're into that sort of thing. Good people. Hell yes. The Angels are close, Les. We're on the right track. Lou. I think it's just the uh, one-arm one bandit over the there. Lou on this show called that Barry Trotz wasn't going to coach at all. Yeah. That guy knows his stuff, Lou. Hey? Very connected. Good people. Do you want to launch into a Lou? Good people. Yeah, guy knows his stuff. Yeah, U15 softball. Nowhere that I'd rather be. And I mean nowhere. Really? Okay. He called, he called the trots thing. Yeah. And just, just for a second on the bonus, this is what I think the Jets fans see. He was there in the late 80s. Track record wasn't good. Whose was? Goes to Ottawa, first ever coach they ever had. They finished last place every year he was there. Remember those expansion rules, Ryan? Mm. You and I are about the same age. Mm -hmm. Nobody could have coached that team to anything more than what they were. Tough years. And then about 1,000 games as an assistant in between Phoenix, Tampa, Islanders. And then to Dallas as the head coach, and he did some good things. I like to think he's learned, Oh, you know, too. You ever deal with him on the, uh, you know? I've been around him. I've never dealt with him like you have. Class. Yeah, I've heard that. Just class. So that helps. You know, Winnipeg was treated to Paul Maurice, who I thought handled the media and anybody in and around that team. You know, there's a couple of coaches, whether or not, you know, they're the right guys or you believe in their philosophies or what have you. John Cooper and Paul Maurice, I always walk out of their press availabilities either entertained or informed. And you can't always say that. Sometimes you walk out just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? We got nothing. and It's painful. Maybe you're insulted. I don't know. Maybe the coach looks down at you, whatever it is. Um, but those two coaches, you always walk out of there informed or entertained. I put Rick Bonus in there as well. It's funny because your guy, you're on the same crew as Kelly Rudy, and who doesn't love Roots? And yeah. he sat on a broadcast one night. You probably think I'm joking when I say I watch every night. I have a lot of time to myself, Ryan. <laughs> I watch every night. And Rudy was referring to some coach. And I don't remember who it was, but he goes, what a great guy. He doesn't waste our time. He's so informative in his interviews. A lot of other coaches could take a lesson. It's and true. I'm like, it's I true. don't remember who he was talking. Or do you have any idea who he's referring to? I've got an idea. Oh, sure. But, yeah, there's a, there's a couple that you could, uh, you know, probably look at and say that. But uh, it's a two-way street. It's not like the media just arrived in this game. It's not like uh, some of these coaches haven't benefited from the media. It's not like the f- we don't understand the role of, of the media. I understand it's incredibly frustrating at times. I understand that you know, we're going to get it wrong, uh, and I understand that sometimes there's some damage by getting it wrong, for sure. But there's, let's not act like we don't know that this is a part of the game. And, and you know what? You get more bees with honey a lot of the time, yeah, too. And we've so. got a job to do. You've yes. got a job to do. Can we please meet in if the middle? If you want respect, give it. Give it. Yeah, exactly. So now, furthermore, furthermore, furthermore Elliot Friedman on of your network okay. saying, uh, I watched that this morning while I was at working out. Uh, he's saying that the orders have an interest in Jack Campbell. And yeah. he's got a very important message he needs to return. So I'll repeat this when he, uh, after he does. The Oilers have an interest in Jack Campbell. And I was like, hmm? Elliot Friedman isn't usually wrong. He's not splashing that around with, without any substance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, he's I not throw this against willy-nilly. Yeah. But I'm thinking Mike Smith, let's be honest, out goaltended Jacob Markstrom in round two. You got him under contract. I know Koskinen's gone. You need a backup. But are you, what are they doing? 
Well, they don't have any certainty, to my knowledge, uh, with the Mike Smith situation no. yet. So, uh, kicking tires is what you do. It, remember, the name of the game is management, and you got to asset management, and that's what they're trying to do. So, I don't necessarily blame. And remember, I mean, Elliot's saying that because he's had a conversation with somebody. With somebody, sure. And you know, that's he's not going to be irresponsible and throw that out there. So, there's obviously a conversation. But do we mean that that's going to happen? I don't think that's what Elliot's saying. So. I think, you know, if the Leafs are, you know, open to it, or rather the Oilers are, are kicking tires, I don't uh, Yeah, I, they've got to figure out their goaltending at some point. Don't they? Well, this just makes sense. I've been wrong once or twice, maybe, you know, in my life. <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And Ken Holland, they went to the final four. So clearly he knows what he's doing. I didn't, I didn't think it looked like he knew what he was doing last year. Made the coaching change, it worked. Went yeah. with Mike Smith, it, it worked. Ever. Signed Evander Kane, it worked. So I'm not going to question Ken Holland anymore. Fair. But you got a spot there, you got Stuart Skinner, you got some younger goalies. It just seems like their goaltending is set. Mike Smith is under contract. You think so. the goaltending in Edmonton is set? Wait, if Mike Smith comes back, at some point you need to bring along these young guys that you drafted. I think at some point you got to go get a number one. That's Isn't prior. that Mike Smith? No. Did you... you you have you said you got a lot of time to yourself. You know the roller coaster that was Mike Final Smith. Four, dude. Oh, for sure. I'm not so certain you're hanging that Final Four ribbon on Mike Smith. However, you know they did have other players ride. They said this is our number one guy. We're happy with yes, our goaltending. Yes, but you know how they got to the Final Four. I watched. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Mike Smith. No, I see where you're going with the he was out playing Markstrom. Gun to your head. Who are you taking, Markstrom or Mike? Oh, Smith? Jacob Markstrom. Okay. So, but they don't have Jacob Marks. No, they don't. But they don't know if they have Mike Smith either. And if he does return at 41? 40. He will be 41, yeah. Yeah. Do you still feel as though you've got a number one? Are you still hearkening back to final four? I don't think so. <laughs> I think you have to. There's a big gap between, you know, a number one goaltender at Edmonton bringing the young guys along and whether or not Mike Smith is a part of any of it. And I think it's only wise and prudent to kick tires on a true number one goalie. If that's Jack Campbell, I don't know. But I think if you're the Edmonton Oilers, you've, you maybe feel good that you got to the Final Four with that goalie, but that's not guaranteed with him going forward. I, w- I agree with you, yeah. for sure. We'll be right back. Ryan Leslie with us from Sportsnet Flames. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar, and you're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio, streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Sun peeking out. At Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, we are back here in Hour 2. And just ahead of a uh, picking up our visit with Sportsnet Flames announcer Ryan Leslie, I want to give you a sports update for Hour 2. Canadian running back Andrew Harris of the Toronto Argonauts has tried to keep emotions and motivation in check for tonight's CFL Monday Nighter against his former team. But there's little doubt those will be tested when Harris faces the 
unbeaten Winnipeg Blue Bombers at BMO Field, 7.30 Eastern. Tonight, Harris signed with Toronto as a free agent after he was felt he was disrespected by Winnipeg management and released. Toronto righty Alec Manoa can tie Tony Gonsolin of the L.A. Dodgers and Justin Verlander of the Houston Astros for the Major League lead in wins when he pitches for the Blue Jays tonight in Oakland. Manoa is third in the American League in ERA, but he has struggled in two career starts against the A's, allowing eight runs in 11 innings. And Spanish driver Carlos Sainz Jr. won his first career Formula One race with a victory at the British Open, uh, sorry, British Grand Prix on Sunday, the most dramatic race so far this season. It began with a scary first lap crash and ended with wheel-to-wheel battles for the coveted podium position. Sergio Perez of Mexico passed British driver Lewis Hamilton to take second. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. All right, let's bring him in here. The ageless Ryan Leslie, Sportsnet Flames. How excited are you to get to Cody Snyder's Bull Bust in here this week at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino? Can't wait. Want to thank uh, our good friend Tammy Truman of Truman Insurance, who has uh, extended the invite. Uh, she's just a pillar in the community here. She uh, brought me to my first Stamps game of the season as well earlier, so she's aces. This year? Here. Yeah. I went to, against Edmonton. Saw that one. Uh, please don't go too deep on it. I didn't see a ton of it, but it was a lot of fun as it always is. Uh, chance to see some people, watch the game. I guess Nick Lewis retired. Is this is a this, while is back? This breaking yes. news? I yeah, know, I didn't see him. Uh, I know Kenyon Rambo, but uh, other than that, it was awesome. And uh, going to come down to Cody Snyder's bull busting on Friday. Can't wait. You know, it's funny actually. Um, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday here. I think the only night that has tickets left is Friday. And it's just a ramp up to the Calgary Stampede. Listen, I, you missed the start of the show. I was getting a haircut what? yesterday, and I was sitting in the, I think it was, it was in the Chinook Center, and I said to the guy cutting my hair, where's all these accents coming from? Everybody that came in there was not speaking English or had a distinct European accent. And I'm like, what's this? He goes, Stampede, the world is here. Oh, yeah. It's a first for me, buddy. Come on. Everybody says that, Yes. I've oh always been working in the CFL in the summertime. I've never been able Good to point. do Calgary Stampede. Yeah, it is nuts, Rod. Um, I don't know where to point you first. Maybe I think just the rodeo is where you got to be. You got to check that out. I mean, just fantastic. The chucks are great. I mean, just cruising around the city. It's electric. I had some folks uh, from Nova Scotia in town last night, and we were just talking about uh, they've never been, and they're going to check it out. And I'm like, these guys are kids in the candy store, right? couple of good times in the Maritimes coming out to the old rodeo, are you? And, uh, <laughs> you spent some time out there. Yeah, I it's awesome too. But uh, yeah, this city's on fire here coming up. And hopefully this crap weather is behind us and we move forward with some sunshine. And, uh, and you know, we'll kick it off with that event, uh, Cody Snyder's on Friday. So that's a great way to get going. And then Kevin Costner, the parade marshal yes. for the Calgary Stand Parade, parade, parade on Saturday for the yeah, first time. Rips People are already talking about that. Oh yeah, there's a buzz. It was a real buzz. So, of Yellowstone fame, and I once played basketball with him at the Eau Claire YMCA back in the day. Stop filming a movie here. Yeah, we won with Rip. No, with uh, Costner. He's a big guy, eh? Costner, six three. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was good. He loved it. He was always there. He was shooting a movie around here, so that was fun. Uh, yeah, the parade gets going. Uh, Trying to think if there's, a, you know what? There's some great acts, some great tunes this year. Great concerts. You're I'm a gonna, big music guy. I'm a big music guy, and I'm gonna go see this 
and I don't know if you get into them, but Zach Bryan is coming. And this guy is deadly. If you haven't had a chance to listen to him, get on it. Kind of a fascinating story, uh, his personal story. So military. Country? Back, yeah, military, but kind of country, kind of rock, kind of folk. A little bit of folk's probably not a good word to use with the kids today, but uh, it's really good. A lot of acoustic, a lot of powerful tunes. And I, I'm going to get his story wrong a little bit, but I, as I was told to me, this guy was a guy in the military, and I think he started doing music, started writing songs, playing, and I believe, as it was told to me, they honorably discharged him so he could go and pursue this. So this guy's dangerously good. He is really good. So anyhow, there's my plug for Zach. Yeah, Brian, I heard the games, Cowboys. Uh, games of chance, all that stuff. And yeah, Cowboys has got a bunch of places, uh, sorry, a bunch of great acts this year. So, uh, and you know, that's a, that's a big, that's kind of the epicenter of the madness. Is oh, right good. There, so. Well, thank you for that. Because nobody had told me that. You're a vet. If you're looking to get crazy, which I'm not, you're not, but if you are. There well, was a time. Oh, you saw those days. We've got time. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I turn Ryan's mic down. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Leslie, Sportsnet Flames with us. Uh, oh, yeah. As if he's going to talk about hometown hockey being uh, canceled and why they did it. Right. That was your decision, wasn't it? I had nothing to do with that one. Oh, I thought it was normally I'm making, your a, desk. making a lot of decisions over there. That wasn't one <laughs> yeah. of them. No. He doesn't know. Uh, they're all going on about oh. Mike Smith. Yeah. Am I getting ripped? No. Okay. No, 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 no. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, I don't trust Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, I get it. Uh, hey, Smitty can be all world. All world. And then it's just, sometimes it's just like any other goaltending. It's a bit of a rodeo. Speaking of Stampede. Randy from Winnipeg. Why did Barry Trotz do three interviews with teams and then decide not to coach at all? If I may, for the same reason a dog licks his nuts. Because he can. How about that? We're going to take a break. When we come back, John in Winnipeg, our coach is only as good as the players he has on the ice. Go, Jets, go. Do you go along with that? Or can a, bad, can, can a really good coach make a bad team win? It's a f- fascinating oh, yes. conversation. I think so. I think in the NHL you can. What I, would be an example in your mind? Of, well, okay. Uh, they're a good team. But coming into the year, the Calgary Flames' expectations were low. Daryl Sutter made this team a lot more accountable, made this team a lot more disciplined, hardworking, fitter. A good coach can have a real impact. Whether or not it's sustainable with whatever that coach's, you know, measurements are and whatever they try to do, that's another one. But Bob Hartley turns teams around that weren't great. Look at, uh, I don't know, I guess I just look at even 4 six-seeded team for Calgary, just to keep it local. Yeah. There's a great example. He got squeezed everything. Out of him. I, I think in the NHL, coaches have that impact and that ability. A fresh voice. Backup goaltender can kind of come in and get guys going as well. Yeah. Good coaches and the way they communicate and relate with players and to say nothing of their structure, uh, I, think, I think that's essential now. Sounds a little like you're with me on the bonus thing with the Jets. I'm at least willing to give it a chance. Let's that give it a chance. That to me isn't an issue. The coach yeah. in Winnipeg isn't the issue. Yeah. It's who's going to be around. Who's going to have the coach? they got pieces there. But Paul Maurice couldn't figure it out. And he's a good coach. And he's a good coach. Yeah. And then are you going to lose some key pieces? Okay, to me, this is not a coaching thing whatsoever. they got a good coach. They've got good players. But how, who's sticking around? What's the direction? 
You know, going back to that Flames thing for a second, and the reason I do is because you're here, mm. Flames uh, television host, and Hockey Night in Canada. How does it feel to do the ho- to be the host of Hockey Night in Canada? You just smiled as I said it, so it's I kind of know the answer. Well, of course. Yeah, I mean, it was what we all wanted to do. Right. I'm just sorry I don't get to wear the powder blue jacket. That's all. They're, they're hard to find from what right. I understand. They're not around very much. But I got to tell. Yeah, but... but Having been here, and I was tracking it today. This is our 14th week starting today. Agree. Wow. We're going back Congratulations. to late January. Thank Congratulations. You. Well, thank, thank you. But you thanks, and all your crew. Thanks to them. And Darren. Moose, who's here. But as the, as the Flames went down the stretch, and one thing you said on this show is that the Flames, there was a concern of clinching too early and having meaningless games. Remember saying that mm. on the show? And I'm just, from what I heard on the talk radio and I overheard in coffee shops and stuff, was that Daryl was wearing out his top four defensemen. He was wearing them out. He wasn't using enough of a rotation. Coffee of his shops is your Yeah, source? I'm just saying it's what I heard. Oh, it's what well. people were saying. You should maybe get out of your house and listen to just, some people on the coffee clarity shops. on the inside. I want to hear what people are saying. Well, Daryl loves those coffee shops and the people on the street. He says they know. The real fans know, Daryl says. The people, when he walks, it takes him two hours to go from Eau Claire down to the uh, Calgary Can Tower. Can you stop being that guy? What Because guy? I heard, Lou, the, fl- the fly in the ointment, the fish swimming what, upstream. What do you mean? That's my role. The antagonist. I'm not trying to ta- I'm, you, I'm telling you, the coach You're says, saying, oh, you listen to people in the coffee shop? It's a hockey town, I just want clarity that you... They know. That's what I, I'm saying. You and the coach are on the same page. Can Come I, at me, bro. Can I get the question out? Yeah, let's try. So, Lou, your boy Lou. Is there a question in here? I'm getting there. You're not used to being the guest. You're always the host. You're not used to it. <laughs> I'm also used to being entertained. Can we get that going? <laughs> I'm trying. What a buzzkill, this guy. So, we're talking about the criticism of... The, of Sutter playing Mark, uh, Markstrom too much. Mm-hmm. You heard that. Of course. Criticism. Coffee shops. And Lou was like, you said for years we don't have a goalie. And now we're playing him too much. Stop. But I guess my point is, how come in the playoffs, I didn't hear any of that talk of this guy's worn out. They were played too much down the stretch. I was gone when they lost to the Oilers. I was in Florida. What was the narrative as to how this happened? Yeah, I, I would say uh, my colleague Eric Francis wondered about that aloud, about the too many games from the get-go uh, in the playoffs. Uh, in he probably got it out of the coffee shop talk, I would Probably. Think. That's where you get your stuff. And I think, you know, for him, uh, or, or for Markstrom, rather, I just, yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if that's where I'm pointing, although it would make sense. I just think he wasn't himself. So the logical connect the dots is, okay, he played too much coming worn out. Maybe. Um, he wouldn't ever admit that to Because they want to play every game. Yeah, they want to play every game. That was a lot of games. But Daryl does that. Daryl gets the most out of those goaltenders. Look throughout his career. Quick. He does that. Yeah. yeah. Kepper. Bell four, back to the Chicago yeah. days, to yeah, be yeah, honest yeah. with you. Game seven of the Stanley Cup. So. What's he saying, Moose? Did they play Markstrom too much, the gentleman that just talked to you? Yeah. And the refs, the, the refs, see, there's that. Did you guys think of blaming the refs? Because that's what I used to do all the time with the football team. When you can't blame your crappy team, blame <laughs> the refs because they can't speak up for themselves. <laughs> I'm not blaming anybody in this. I think you re- just ran into a team that determined. outplayed you. And was determined? They outplayed you. Yeah. You tip your cap. I don't know if Calgary ever got to their game in, the, in that series. They never did feel as though they played the way they wanted to. Even when they won that circus that was the game one, 
they just didn't really play their game in the series. You kept waiting for it to happen. Now, full marks. Sometimes your opponent doesn't let you. It's, a, it's, the, it's sucky when they try to. Yeah. The opposition. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who saw that coming? Funny how that yeah. happened. No, and, and weren't we all saying, guys, like this was Connor McDavid all world. This was his, this, we were watching something brilliant to say nothing of what Dreisaitl did. Oh, my God. And to play with pain. Everybody's playing with pain. He played with pain and got it done. You just look at what it was. Forget about the emblem on the front of the jersey for a moment. I know you're a big Oiler guy. That, uh, I don't know what. No? You're not? Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, this Long week. suffering. This week. Yeah. Who is it next I was week? born Jets? and bred an Oiler fan, yes. Okay. I'll give you that. So they, they just uh, they got the job done. And uh, those two players, and Evander King, I, I can't even just say the two. Do you have a dangerous. vote on the heart? No. Who would you have voted for? Nah, I don't get into that. Come on! Nah, I don't get into that. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan in Toronto says, This is great. More banter with Ryan and Rod, please. <laughs> From Danny Noonan. Great show, Rod. It is a great show. You're it's doing fun, great things. I love you, it. Again, it's because of people like you. Uh, Thank we, you. We said off air, this is about relationships. And you've, you've fostered these over the years to be where you are here physically in this building and to where you're down in Florida and the guests you have, it's wonderful. And I'm not even trying to pump your tires because you know we go at Thank it one another, but it's, <laughs> it's good. Life great. I, I give appreciate, you full, I appreciate full, uh, full marks. Uh, our friendship too. We'll let you go. Let's do it again soon. Yeah? Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll see you Friday at the Cody Snyder Bull Bustin'. I'll be here. You'll be here. Thanks, Les. Okay. Ryan Leslie, Sportsnet Flames. We're going to bring the moose back up. After this timeout, we're live from the stage bar. Yep, great hair. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live. And, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. Hell yeah. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, okay. We're back live at the Gray Eagle Resort Bar, the stage bar. And that was, that was fun, wasn't it? We got the moose with us. Uh, we're going to bring him in here in a second. It's, this is our 14th week at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. I chuckle because we're just now having revelations as to how things should go and look and so forth. Hey, moose? Yeah, <laughs> I know. We're catching on. It's pretty good. Takes us a while. But, uh, yeah, so where did the guy go? Is he around here in the Stamps hat? Somewhere floating around, yeah. But he was, uh, came up and had to chime in on, on the Calgary Flames. He's like, yeah, Markstrom wasn't as good. And uh, the refing, too, the, re- the officiating. Why they lost. They got yeah. us, yeah. Oh, man. I know. We're having so much fun. We are live at the stage bar before a live studio audience. And I don't find it unnerving at all when people just stop and stare. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I stop and stare at people. And I expect them to go about their jobs. It's funny because there was a... I guess they don't mind me saying. Emily Kaplan. As you noticed, I think you watched the game. as the ESPN broadcast of the NHL. I've been reading Emily Kaplan stuff for years. And there was an article uh, covering whatever sports she was covering. A lot of NHL coverage. And uh, The Athletic did a feature on her. And they said, what's it like being a TV star now from being a writer at ESPN.com yeah. to now the host. And she's like, oh, I, 
I was doing an intermission, live intermission, and some people in Denver stopped and took pictures of me. It was very distracting. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I, let's go do shows live from Grey Cup where people are knocking over barricades trying to get on the air and knock you off your chair. Yeah. Like, take, pic- take pictures? <laughs> yeah. And that might happen here. Who knows? What was my point? Well, can you imagine... You know, you were at the, the festival. And People ripping darts. <laughs> you were at the festival in Canmore. Could you imagine if you walked up to the dancer and then they stopped? Sorry, can I help you? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you got to keep about going about your thing. That's the most unnerving thing. Just wait. Yeah. Which reminds me, I went and I, as you know, spent 30 minutes with a tarot card reader. And she's very good. I was told, oh, Kim's excellent. And I sat down, and she goes, you're going through change. I'm like, you can tell? She's like, oh, yeah, change is good. She was very optimistic about it, very positive about it. I love it. it. Which, as are we. Yeah. But just to go back to where we were talking earlier, if you weren't uh, watching or listening, I see a lot of people jumping in here late. And whatever you want to talk about, we're going to start Taco Time Viewer Takeover early now. But it's exciting to learn new things and see new people and experience new things. Not the least of which is the Calgary Stampede Parade and Kevin Costner. And nobody has told me yet. It doesn't shock me that our viewers wouldn't know. But can somebody please tell me through the YouTube chat or the text line or Twitter, whatever, numbers on the screen, what do you wear to the unveiling of the Ferrari line of cars? Because it's not just any 2023 line of cars. It's Ferrari. And I've been invited to it. So i got to miss the first night of Cody Snyder bull busting. I would think you wear a different thing to bull busting than the Ferrari line of cars unveiling, but I don't know. Now you're on the right track. You at least got, you got that figured out. It would be a different wardrobe. Although it is stampede season, so you could wear your best Wranglers and uh, the button-up plaid if you, if you did want to go down that route. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you could. But whatever it is, whatever your style is, if you want to go the athletic style, you want to go the business, it's just got to be Me? the best of it. Oh. So it's just got to be clean and well put together, right? You met my mom, right? Briefly, yes. But you never met my dad? No. But my mom, she's a lot like me. Things come to her that most people wouldn't think. And my mom once said to me, why do people dress up like cowboys to go to rodeos? You don't wear hockey equipment to go to a hockey game. That was my mom's. It's a great point. It's a great point. Because my brother was a competitive rodeo cowboy. But my mom would never dress up like a cowgirl to go to the rodeos. She would always be dressed up and yeah. very prim and proper. She was of that ilk, yeah. that uh, generation. Yeah. She would be dressed to the nines, but not in cowboy stuff. She's I'm not a cowgirl. Well, yeah. She was a farm girl. But she's like, why, why? Yeah, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, your best suit. Unfortunately, it ain't here. Is that what I'm expected to wear, my best suit? No, I don't think you need to do that, no. Um, But you want to look good, for sure. I always look good. Well, of course. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, you'll be be fine. We'll walk you through it. We'll, We'll check out different wardrobes, you know, do that whole thing. But, you know, on the, on the, on the cowboy thing, I mean, I guess we do wear jerseys to hockey games. So if you wore the plaid shirt, but the boots and the hat and everything else, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, from my cousin Chris, she says, wonderful dresser. She's referring to my mother. 
Uh, Robin in Prince Albert says, your most fancy Ukrainian dress shoes and make sure you have a Ric Flair robe. Come on, let's get serious. The other night when I was in the Malcolm restaurant in uh, Canmore on my own because Darren decided <laughs> to do other things, guy comes in to the bar in a robe and slippers. What? That's what I thought. Okay. They didn't, just, did didn't he sit seem down? like he thought there would be anything wrong with that. He looked a little like Ryan Seacrest, Justin Hartley kind of. Well, you don't know Justin Hartley from This Is Us, but that's what he... Okay. Good-looking athletic guy. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell him what to wear. I see. I'm like, dude, you're standing in a bar wearing a robe and slippers. He, he, ordered, a, he ordered a couple of drinks and, he did. Okay. and took them out on a, on a trip. Like... What I say earlier about learning new things and seeing new things. I mean, the one thing about the sweatpants capital is you can wear sweatpants to anything and you wouldn't look out of line. I feel like that's not how it goes here. That's, no, that's what it was like in Estevan when we showed up to the dinner. Whatever you want. I wore a suit. You wore a suit, right? Dress we were overdressed. I didn't wear a tie, but uh, my Dale Mike, his first thing, he's like, oh, you didn't get the dress code. Which was uh, jeans and a golf shirt, <laughs> right. but that's dressed up. Like I, that's what I come from. We, we both come from that though, where the hockey world. nice jeans and a nice polo oh. shirt tucked in is a great. That's that's your formal wear. We'll get to something serious in a moment, but maybe, maybe. Uh, Ryan in Toronto watching says, "Just no T-shirt at the event." Fair. Um, Christine says, actually, in this day and age, you'll see everything. Probably, but you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And the Ferrari people were nice enough to invite me to their event. I don't want to show up looking like a lube. And from John, our Navy friend, he says, I'd wear a hat to keep the sun off. Cowboys are smart. Do you know the origin of a cowboy hat, why it's shaped the way that it is? No. The back was shaped to keep the sun off your neck. The front was to keep the rain off the front. Makes sense. That's a fact. Okay. Um, firemen's helmets are built the way they are to keep falling lumber off. The, that's why it has that back piece on it. Yeah. Um, and regarding the cowboy shirt, Grant Jennings, I don't know. Did you see on the Facebook Beginning tomorrow, we'll be broadcasting from a rodeo arena. <laughs> Where's the time gone? Grant Jennings, the two-time Stanley Cup champion with Pittsburgh, uh, he says that I should jump on one. And I said, can I borrow your plaid shirt that you wore in Estevan? Because it's his Saskatchewan shirt. And uh, he said, yeah, that I could, but it might be big for me in some places. Oh. Hockey guys. <laughs> we'll be right back, okay, with viewer takeover. More of it for Taco Time. As we open a brand new week, we're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Let's talk about Monday Night Football, okay? Because mm-hmm. there is a game tonight. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It is Taco Time viewer takeover. 
And where are we? Taco Time has over 120 locations across Canada. So there's always one near you. The Moose is with us here in the final segment. It's our last day at the stage bar. I don't know what's going on. As you know, Moose, I leave the technical aspect and components and the look to you. But uh, I guess this is, we're just continuing where we left off before the break. Lee Genier, our uh, executive out here. Remember last, we're, look, we're supposed to be broadcasting from a rodeo arena beginning tomorrow. And Lee's like, um, can we get some bulls running around here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Lee, you don't just get bulls running around. It's 10 in the morning. Do bulls go for a morning skate? A shoot around in the morning? What, <laughs> what happens the morning of a bull riding event? Yeah. Can somebody help me? Well, and I know once they get started, I don't know what, where they, what they do in between days. Do they stay there in the pen? I have no idea, right? Yeah. Devin in Burns Lake, B.C., as we get on track, texting us on the 902 line, 902-518-3033. says, good morning. Hiring Rick Bonus is a good hiring. It's not what we wanted, but it is what we need. I didn't know Devin was a Jets fan. From uh, Burns Lake, B.C.? Uh, it's a Batman line. It's not what we want. The hero, it's, we it's not the hero you want. It's the hero you need. Is that right? Yeah. I haven't seen Batman for a while. Saw Top Gun twice. <laughs> and maybe a third time. <laughs> after Elvis, the second time. Right? Landmark Cinemas. Wonderful partners of ours. And I saw on the weekend, I don't know if people were tagging you, but they were tagging me, of going to Landmark Cinemas to watch the movies of which we've been speaking. Oh, good. And that's, tag us when you go, and we'll share your photos. How about that? That just came into my head. Great. Love it. Um, Don in Ottawa watching says, uh, I said Nathan Rourke and Trey Ford had a leg up on U.S. quarterbacks because they played the Canadian game at a young age while Americans had to learn our game. The gentleman from Winnipeg felt that Nathan Rourke learned nothing of the Canadian game while growing up. I disagreed. Oh, they were having a fight in the chat. Thank you for clarifying, Don, earlier. That's not a discussion. That's not a rabbit hole I want to go down now, but I will talk about tonight's Monday night football game. I have not done a lot of research into this because I've been following the USFL. I've been going to the Spirituality Fair in Canmore. Why are they playing on a Monday night in Toronto? Has anybody said? Can somebody tell me why? I don't know. I'm but not I, against it. No, but I was sitting... In, I was actually in the mall. Uh, it was it Saturday morning re, or Sunday morning reading uh, your column and uh, what did you say? Toronto is playing on a Monday night because they're Monday because they think they're American, right? Was it your column? Yeah, it was pretty good. But I don't know why they're playing on a Monday. You know, it's not a long weekend, right? Maybe they were waiting for the Blue Jays to get out of town, which yeah, if perhaps. they did, that's smart. But Wayne in Texas writes us on the 902 line, clearly watching us on Game Plus television down there where we're very big in Amarillo, I've found. Houston. And Odessa, Texas. Okay. We have a yeah. lot of viewers down there. We're getting mail from there. But CFL fans, too. Wayne in Texas says, Good day, Rod. I was wondering what your thoughts are on how weak the East Division seems to be every year. I think it keeps happening. The league, If it keeps happening, the league will have to make the playoff system. The top two teams get buys. The one to six. Okay, let's just... In order of what you asked, because that was in my column, too, and clearly you read it, Moose. Mm-hmm. 
I think I added up West Division teams are 13 and 4, East Division teams are 2 and 8. And there were people, I mean, God bless the people that are trying to cover this league. Yeah. You don't want to poo poo on their opinions. And I'm not going to name them either. But it was a guy from down east going, This is the first year the East will be stronger. I'm like, No, it's not. But you know what? I didn't say anything. I'm like, Let's just wait until the season starts. And yeah. So when he says, What's going to happen in the future for the league if this continues? Why, why would we care? It's been this way 20 years. They take it more seriously out here. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Yeah, I think that's it. it. It's not the players or the coaches or anything. It's the entire organization. You know, when you know you live and breathe football 24-7, the community does. You're always focused on it. You're always thinking about it. There's a little more urgency when you're on the field. Yeah. There's a little more all of that, right, when you're in the hotbed. And there's that expectation that you always have to be competitive and good. So there's a little more urgency to put in that extra work, I think. The gentleman is giving me a lot to think about. This might be the topic of my commentary tomorrow. Why is the West always better than the East? Because in the National Hockey League, there's styles of player difference between the two conferences. And and not Western Hockey League, same thing. Why is this? Without even spending much time on it, I think it's exactly what you and I just said. Last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute. They take it more seriously out here. Yeah. It means more. Players might get stopped on the street and asked, why'd you drop that pass? Not just in Saskatchewan, but potentially here in Calgary. I told a story earlier of running into Derek Dennis in the mall, and you can attest what I said to him. Yeah. Are you following me? <laughs> He's, he jumped back. Guy's like the size of a mountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, regarding what do you wear to a Ferrari unveiling, which I'll be going to on uh, Wednesday, BW in Edmonton says, Rod, get those leather pants that the moose keeps talking about. We've traded those in, brah. For? <laughs> Jean shorts. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I might add, I've yet to see leather pa- pants on a man, nor Daisy Dukes. But the day ain't over yet. That's right. Okay, Moose, thanks. Great show. Uh, Thanks to Leslie. Thanks to John Lou. We'll see you all tomorrow. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.